Welcome back, manifestors, and welcome to Manifest Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, a speaker and manifestation teacher who loves to help women learn practical ways to turn their dreams into plans. If you feel called to change your life and create the outcomes that you want, then this is the show for you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're tuning in every week. We have been growing and growing and growing. More of you are telling me on Instagram that you're listening and you're tuning in, which makes me feel so good. So thank you for telling me that you're enjoying the episode. I got a lot of people telling me that they really loved last week's episode because I lost it at the end. I really don't know what came over me. I don't know. You know, some days I just lose it. But, you know, I'm going to allow that energy to flow through because sometimes I try. It's because I'm a Capricorn. Because I'm a Capricorn, there are times where I try to be more serious about what I'm talking about, even though I'm silly. Like, I am silly. I mean, I am a Leo moon. And I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart, too. But that's neither here nor there. The point (laughs) is, is sometimes I try so hard to like be more serious. And yet my friends who talk to me on a more like consistent basis where we're talking every day, they know that I am all over the place. Like I'm a fool. (laughs) And so I really loved the fact that so many of you guys were like, we need more of that. (laughs) So I'm going to try to let that side come out a little bit more. I'm sure over time, it'll get easier and easier for me to allow the silly, the silly freak flag to, to fly, if that makes sense. But anyway, today is another listener requested episode. I love these because one, then I know at least one person is going to be listening. (laughs) No, I'm sure there's more. But um, today, one of you guys suggested talking about the Claire's because I mentioned it in last week's episode. And you were saying how you wanted to know more about that conversation. What are the Claire's? How do they connect to intuition? How do we read our intuition? How do we know what our intuition is? And so that's what today is going to be about is diving into uh, four main Claire's is where we're going to start just because there are more, but I feel like these are the most popular ones that people rely on to connect to their highest self, to connect to their most intuitive self. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I also feel like this is so important to talk about just because one, if you are a business owner who is trying to grow your business online and you are an energetic type of person, we're all energy beings, but there are some of us who are more open to that and aware of our connection to the universe and the fact that we're more than just human beings. Uh, If that is you, you being connected to your intuition is your moneymaker. More than likely, the way that you attract abundance is by staying rooted and connected deeply to your intuition. So if you are not actively and consciously 
connecting to that higher self, it can make you feel like abundance is a start and stop type of thing when it's not. You're always flowing in abundance, but you might feel disconnected from that simply because you get caught in the human side of yourself and the egoic side of yourself, which our ego is necessary, but our ego's main goal is to keep us in survival mode. It's really just to get to the base minimum of what do we need to just survive, but the ego is not necessarily thinking about how do we thrive? How do we live to our best and most fulfilling lives and have happiness and joy. It's just like, hey, what's the bare minimum that I need to just make sure I get through today? Your highest self, though, is thinking about the expansion. Your highest self is thinking about abundance. It's thinking, quote unquote, more. That's the the energy of your highest self. And so it will push you into taking risk in a way that your ego, who is always trying to protect just you so you can survive, will not take. Your ego will say, hey, let's stay in our comfort zone. We know that this process works, but your higher self goes, yes, but if we do this, we can get more uh, clients. We can make more money. We can make more of an impact and we'll feel more enlightened. And so staying connected to that intuitive self is so vital when you are an online business owner who runs your decisions and your business through energy. And another reason it's important to be connected to your intuition is because even if you are not a business owner, your intuition is a way for your highest self and the universe to tell you how to stay on the path of of most joy and most growth. This is what helps helps you to just quote unquote know things without really knowing why you know them or or understanding like the signs from the universe and why they're telling you like go this way versus that way. So even if you're trying to make a decision as to whether or not, hey, should I take this acting gig or should I let it go? Should I move to this state or should I stay here? Those are decisions that when you don't have logical reasons to explain the pull towards or away from something, your intuition can be that make it or break it decision-making factor that allows you to make decisions so you can stay in your most authentic, truest self. Your intuition operates like a compass and it helps you to understand what your feelings mean because your feelings and your intuition are very much connected and it helps you to trust your gut so that way you can find your joy. Now, the reason why um, this is really vital as well, or another reason that this is vital to understand is that there are a lot of outside influences in our world, not just America, not just our country, but in our world that are attempting to disconnect us from our intuition because it's a lot easier to manipulate and control people if they're disconnected from their most truest self, their highest truth and their highest self. If you feel lost and you feel like the way to find the truth is through someone else, it's a lot easier than for that person to tell you exactly what the truth is, right? And truth to a certain extent, not in always, but in it, to a certain extent is relative. Something that's true for me may not be true for you, right? And vice versa. So it's important then for you to protect your intuition, for you to grow your intuition, and for you to know how your intuition talks to you since it is your compass to how you navigate life 
and how you connect to something else, whether that be, like I said, your highest self, the universe, God, your ancestors, whatever you find peace in believing, your intuition is the bridge between your present day reality and the things that you can't see. So you have to be careful to protect yourself from things like manipulative companies or organizations. This is why I speak out against MLMs, multi-level marketing, because a major factor of multi-level marketing is disconnecting you from reality, disconnecting you from the fact that 99% of people who, and that is not an exaggeration, that is literally a fact found by the Federal Trade Commission, um, 99% of people who invest into starting a company or a business, which it's not really a business, you're just a contract worker, but are going to lose money in these businesses. And then instead of allowing you to see that fact, what they do is they manipulate you through pushing you to rank or pushing you to manipulate other people so that you can get paid off of recruiting. But your recruitment tactics are usually rooted in lying, saying that you're making more money than you actually are, um, creating FOMO and telling people or, or appearing to make money by buying things that you can't really afford or doing things and trying to attribute it to this organization that isn't really actually helping you to achieve your financial dreams. But because they're constantly manipulating you into believing something like that, um, and then they're using other tactics to kind of push you to rank or to make the company more money, um, then you end up feeling disconnected from your intuition because of the constant lying to other people, being lied to, um, and manipulative tactics in order to keep you inside of the company. That's a whole different topic. Uh, I do believe I have an episode on that, but I will be talking with other people. One of my best friends, her name is Jenny Wild. She is on Instagram and on TikTok as the Jenny Wild. I'll actually put her, let me put make a note here. So put her in the description because she actually talks a lot about um, MLMs and the truth behind them. And so I'm going to make sure that I put her, of course, I get a pen that doesn't work. Come on now. I'm trying to record. Okay. Work for me, work for me. There we go. All right, it's working now. Um, <laughs> but I'll make sure to link her so that you guys can check out her content because she dives really heavy into the truth behind MLMs. And I will have her as a guest on the show as well to talk about how to protect your intuition from things like that. But anyways, I'm getting off topic here. Uh, you have to protect yourself from companies like that because they will disconnect you from your highest truth. Truth, When you know that lying or being dishonest is not good, you will feel like you have to do those things in order for you to show the company that you are actually working, right? Um, you have to protect yourself from abusive family members, family members who are putting you down or calling you crazy or insulting you or trying to gaslight you into thinking that your truth is not the truth or a truth or that you're always wrong or things like that. Because again, if you are one, an intuitive business owner, your money comes from your intuition. So if you're spending time around family members who are using 
using emotional abuse or physical abuse to disconnect you from trusting yourself, that means that you will also lose access to the way that you make money. So you have to protect yourself. Um, You also have to protect yourself from coaches or any other leaders out there who are constantly telling you, you, the answer lies in my program. The answer lies in my specific way of doing things. Because the truth is, (laughs) you are your own guru. You are, the, the answer is within you. And a really good coach is going to support you in unraveling the, the limiting beliefs and the traumas and the blocks and the things that stand in between where you are now and where you want to be. They may have a structure and process that helps you to uncover what your answers are, but they themselves and their programs and their offerings are not the answer. It is a answer. It is a possibility. When I work with clients, I don't necessarily say like, this is the, the way that I do it is the only way or the best way to even do it because that's not accurate. This is a way that has worked for me. And so I'm supporting you in using these as tools. But when, especially when I'm working one-on-one with someone where I can really dive into their unique way, this is why I use things like birth charts because by looking at a birth chart, I'm able to understand based off of where the planets were aligned at the time of your birth, where you will find ease and flow in understanding the things in your life and and intentionally manipulating energy to support you in attracting what you want. But that is going to be different than the way that I attract because I have a different birth chart. I have a different way of being and a different way of expression. Anyone who tells you that there's only one way or this is the best way, well, you got to question whether or not homegirl is being truthful, okay? Um, (laughs) And this is also why when you look at religions or organizations, anything that tells you that your natural desires, your natural mind is a sin and that the right answers are always going to be based on something else, then you have to question whether or not they have something to gain from you losing your connection to your natural desire, right? And so, you know what's so funny? I literally have been here all day, okay? And the minute that I start recording, that is when the trash man wants to come. And I don't even know why. They don't even come the same time every, you know, Monday or every Tuesday or whatever it is these days because if they did, then I would know don't record during these times, but they don't. They literally know that I'm recording and they're like, hey girl, let's go take the trash and let's honk the horns. So I'm sorry if you guys hear that. If you don't, then this is going to seem really odd, but a girl is frustrated. Anyways, let's get back to it. Uh, The point is I go through these examples to support you in understanding what connects you to your intuition and what disconnects you from your intuition and why it's important that you see how all of these things, whether we're talking about coaches, whether we're talking about uh, manipulative companies, whether we're talking about MLMs or abusive family members or, or leaders or organizations or religions or any of these things that are constantly pulling you away from going within and listening to that small voice, it is important that you recognize that those are the very things that are pulling you away from your joy, pulling you away from your purpose. Same thing with television, music, and all of that sort of stuff as well. If they are pulling you into, I am the answer, I am the way, I will give you what you need, blah, 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 and not supporting you in recognizing that you are the answer that you need, those 
those are the very things that you have to protect yourself from, okay? And those are the very people and organizations you have to protect yourself from. So let's get into what exactly are the ways that we connect to our intuition because we went through the ways that we can get disconnected from our intuition and why it's important to stay connected to it. Um, but let's get into what are the actual four clairs that I'm going to discuss today. Um, and you know, I don't remember if I said this, why it's important to stay and connected. I don't remember. So if I did, I do apologize if I'm repeating myself, but also being connected to your intuition is a sure way to stay in your highest power. I know for myself, um, lately, not lately. I mean, I guess in the last like year, I've been so intuitively led. I've always been a very intuitive person. I feel best when I just trust my gut. But there have been plenty times in my life, I'm only 36, but for the majority of my life, I tried to do the right thing. I was raised inside of a cult. I also come from a family that was incredibly controlling over everything I did, what I ate, what I wore, what I thought, what I watched, what I listened to. Um, and so I had a very controlled mind. Um, now, the good thing is that I had a strong mind, and so I was able to still maintain connection to my intuition, but I felt guilty about it because I felt like my natural intuition was a quote-unquote sin since that was what I was raised to believe. And what I have learned is that when I was disconnected from living out my honest truth, that is when life seemed so much harder. It doesn't mean that I don't face difficulty right now because the other side of trusting your intuition is that one, there's a lot of unplanned things because you really don't know what's happening. And that's very hard for an earth sign like me. <laughs> um, but there's also the, the, the challenge of knowing that the majority of the people around you are so disconnected from their intuition so they don't understand why you would take a risk or why you would do certain things without having logical logical reasons behind it. And that can create its own difficulty and separations as well. In addition to the fact that um, it can feel really isolating sometimes being so uh, connected to your inner self uh, because other people, again, are just so disconnected um, from who they are. So they can't understand why you do the things that you do. And then that can create its own feelings of difficulty there. However, even with that difficulty, my joy is so much greater. I have so much more peace because even though it's scary, for example, when I moved to California, I had no logical reason to believe that this was a decision that I should make. I had no reason to come out here. No job was waiting for me out here. Nothing like that. However, intuitively, I knew that this was home. And I'm so happy that I did because ever since I've been here, my literal abundance in terms of finances, as well as in terms of peace, has increased tremendously. I understand myself better. I'm happier. I'm more confident. And I feel much more expansive than when I lived on the East Coast. And so I recognize and I've been able to heal from a lot of the trauma and the pain that I've been through from childhood and on into my like 20s. Um, I have been able to heal from that because I'm physically no longer in the energy and space of the people that constantly gaslight 
gaslit me, constantly encourage me to be disconnected from my intuition. So it really is a fresh new start. And I feel like I'm starting a whole new generation uh, now as a result of coming over to the West Coast. There's such a healing energy that happens when you fully trust your intuition. There is so much power when you do that, but so many people do not do it because it doesn't make logical sense and it's not meant to. It's so closely tied to the feelings that it's really easy, one, to get confused uh, of whether or not this is intuitive or feelings uh, or just feelings rather, but also it, it is scary because there is no roadmap and there's no cookie cutter way of looking at intuition. What works for me may not work for you and all of that, which is why we have these clairs because the clairs help us to kind of have a, a, a model of, okay, this tends to be how I hear, feel, see, or know um, uh, what is the next right step for me. So let's go ahead and dive into uh, what these clairs are. So the four clairs that I'm going to focus on, like I said, there are more, but these are just the main four that most people tend to fall into is claircognizant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and clairvoyance. We call these our clairs, and I'm not sure why we call them that, but They are our gifts. They are our way of connecting to something higher, whether it be God, the universe, your uh, ancestors, um, you know, whatever you believe, the great big taco in the sky, (laughs) whatever works for you and brings you peace. uh, This is how you connect because you are not just a human being. You are a spiritual energy force having a human experience. So my belief is that you are spiritual before you're human. And if you are disconnected from your highest self, from your intuitive self, you have it, you will think the backwards. I'm human first. But if you're connected, you recognize I'm actually an energy being and that is me before anything else. My energy, my human body will eventually die, but my energy will always go on. This is why when people pass on and then people who are um, connected can feel their grandma on the other side, can feel their siblings and things like that because the energy is still going. We know in science, energy never dies. So the energy still exists. But the body in and of itself obviously has a, an expiration date eventually. Uh, hopefully mine is very long in the future. <laughs> um, but for now, let's get back to the Claire. So let's start with Claire Cognizant. Claire Cognizant is a great knowing. It is this internal sense of awareness. You can't explain it, but it's just like you always quote unquote, think the right thing or the right decisions or the right assumptions in your head. You just know what you should do. When somebody asks, hey, what do you think about this? Should I do that or should I do this? You don't really feel it in your body. There's just an awareness that you're like, you know what? You should move. Yeah, you should move. You know what? You should go ahead and ask that guy out. Just go ahead and make yourself available. Ask him out. You know, there's something that you just know in your head. <laughs> um, it leans really heavy on logic. And so um, that is the way that you pick up on connecting to your intuitive highest self. So to increase this skill, number one, and I'm going to pretty much say this for every one of them, you have to trust your instincts. 
a way to stay connected to your in in your intuition is to actually trust it. You have to take action. When you feel like or not feel when you know that you have to do certain things, you have to just go with the flow of it even if you don't have a reason for it. Simply knowing that you have been right in the past is enough. Now, if of course if the question is, well, what if I've been wrong in the past? Well, the question even for that, I mean, the truth is, are you ever really wrong? Um, <laughs> because, for example, if you look at failure and success, failure, what is really failure? Because failure is messaging. So failure gives you something that success could not give you, hence why we look at it as failure. But if we reframe failure, failure is not really a negative experience. It is literally just an opportunity to gain information you couldn't have gotten if something else had happened. So if we reframe it, it changes what failure actually means. We attach a negative feeling to it because it's it may feel disappointing. It may feel it's unexpected, but you can choose to see it in a different way in order for you to see the lesson and the expansion that was available to you as a result of that. So even when you look at times where you felt like you knew the right answer or you knew you knew the right answer and then it didn't end up happening the way that you expected expected it to, is it that you were wrong or is it that it was giving you information you could not have known had you made the other choice? Ah, mind blowing. Okay. Um, (laughs) So trusting yourself and knowing that when I've done this, when I've trusted my vision, when I've trusted my mind, it has led me down paths that are, that have brought me happiness, that have brought me understanding and, and abundance or clarity. That is enough. And the more that you do that, the easier it gets for you to know when your knowing is kicking in versus when you're just reacting to something in front of you. So follow through on your impulses, follow through on your ideas, especially if you're a business owner, when those ideas come crawling into your head, write it down. Maybe you don't feel like you have to take action immediately, but write it down. I have, uh, well, I used to have notebooks everywhere because I was always channeling and connecting (laughs) and receiving ideas. A lot of my business ideas come through me just channeling, whether I'm doing it during a podcast like right now, or whether I'm journaling or meditating. But now I have an app called Good Notes, and I shared it over on my Instagram. If you're not following me there, come on by. The links are down in the description. Uh, but it's at the Lexi Wilson. Wait, I was about to say dot com, but that's not true. It's just at the Lexi Wilson. And um, I shared over there the app that I use called Good Notes, and I love it because this isn't sponsored, by the way. This is just pure love. Um, <laughs> I love it because you can create all these notebooks on your iPad and then put all your notes in there and do that. You know, if some ideas come to you, because you never know if that's going to be your next big idea that leads you to make a really awesome impact in your business and in the lives of the people that you are working with. Notice what tends to happen when you're knowing picks up. So if you notice that you see a certain color when this knowing kind of kicks in, or you hear a certain phrase, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about clear audience uh, right after this one. Um, but notice what's happening around you whenever you just get this, this knowing, this 
alarm that goes off in your head uh, because by by paying attention to that, that will also let you see a pattern. Uh, I talk with my clients about this as well because for many people, they they have multiple clairs. I have multiple clairs. And so I regularly will pay attention to, I'm, I am claircognizant. So, uh, I will just have a knowing. And when I was a kid, it was definitely, I think that was probably my strongest Claire. That was, uh, Claire, Claire cognizant and Claire sentient was probably my strongest Claire's when I was a child. And now as I've gotten older and I've practiced more, um, I can pretty much go around all four of them and and pick up. However, I've noticed that my when my claircognizance kicks in, that Claire that's all about the knowing, I'll notice a feeling in my body as well. And that's how I know, okay, something's going on and I need to be paying attention. I need to pick up what's actually happening, which we'll talk about clairsentient, which is Claire, which is the Claire that's all about feeling. We'll talk about that soon as well. So Notice what's happening when that knowing kind of kicks in. Read books on growing your intuition and on metaphysics. By reading, you are making it easier for you to grow this skill of claircognizance and developing your claircognizance skill. If you are very logical in the way that you process information, then, and a lot of air signs are very logical. So, uh, this isn't this isn't to say that if you are a Gemini, Aquarius, or a Libra, which are all the air signs, that you will for sure be claircognizant. That's not true. I'm just connecting the the two so you can kind of see where I'm going here when I add astrology into this. For air signs, they tend to be our more logic-driven type of energies. And so if you find that you're you have a lot of that in your chart, a lot of air energy, or you identify as an air sign with your sun, um, your sun, moon, or rising, uh, or you just are somebody who tends to be very logic driven, even if you're a water sign or an earth sign or things like that, then more than likely you tend to just know information. It tends to be that more of that logic driven type of intuitive impulses. So when you read, which is more logic driven, on how to grow your intuition, how to connect with metaphysics, how to expand your mind, it allows you to develop that skill. It's kind of like a muscle. And the more that you give yourself information on it, the easier it is to pick up on this sort of stuff. And then lastly, I would encourage you as a Claire Cognizant to regularly meditate because getting into your own energy allows you to know the difference between when you're feeling off and when you're feeling connected. So now let's move on to Claire audience. Clear audience is hearing. It is when you hear um, information. So you may hear sounds like keys. Um, you may hear animal sounds if you have like past uh, animals that have passed on. Like you might hear your cat meowing or your dog barking, uh, your lizard. <laughs> <laughs> whatever sounds they might have made, um, things like that. You might hear your name. That's a very common one that you'll just randomly hear uh, your name and you're like, whoa, who, who just said, you know, Lexi? That happens a lot with children, especially. They'll think that their parents were calling them and then they're like, I didn't call you. And if the parent is connected, uh, they'll know that they, the child might have actually heard someone, uh, but it was from the other side, which is pretty awesome. If you feel like your ideas sound like someone's talking to you uh, in your head, then you're probably clairaudient. If you're also super reactive to music, 
So when you're listening to songs, you might notice messages or certain words stand out to you sometimes. If you're that type of person where you're like, wow, that really hit me and I don't know why, it's more than likely connecting you to your intuition, trying to speak to you through music, through sound. Another thing is um, to increase this skill. Okay, so yeah, so to increase this skill, number one, you have to trust your instincts. Like I said, I'm going to say this for every one of them because at the core of intuition development is actually listening to your intuition. Part of listening is hearing it, whether it's audibly hearing it as a clear audience or hearing it through just the clear cognizant knowing, right? Or whatever the other two are, which we'll get into. But it's also taking action when you feel called to. When you listen to your instinct instincts and you actually act on that, it grows your connection to your intuition and it becomes easier for you to know, once again, when you're simply reacting to something and when you are responding from an intuitive, grounded place. So follow through on trusting your inner voice. When your inner voice speaks to you or when your ancestors speak to you or when that meow comes through and you're like, this is it. Like this is the, this is what it is. Allow yourself to actually just go with the flow. So for me, one of those things is when I, again, I'll use California because California was just such an intuitive move. There was no logic at all behind California. And in many ways it could look like the dumbest decision that I had ever made. It was the best decision I've ever made, (laughs) but I see how I can see from the outside, not understanding energy or intuition, that it looked insane for me to go and move across the country without having visited first, without having a place already set up for myself, without having any like backup plan. I had just complete faith that I was trusting in something that was leading me in the right direction. And One of those things is that when you're listening to that voice, when you're trusting that inner voice, it becomes easier and more clear to know when when it's time to actually do something versus when it's not. Okay, so you got to to increase the skill. You have to trust your instincts. You have to follow through on that voice. Trust the process. Another way to increase the skill is to regularly listen to inspiring music and speeches because Again, if you're clear audience, that means that you tend to learn and connect through hearing. So in order for you to practice this skill, regularly listen to messages that uplift you into the space that you want to be. And if versus if you're listening to music or speeches or shows or things like that, that are putting you into an energy that doesn't actually expand you. That is going to, it's going to affect you more deeply because you're clairaudient. You respond to the hearing. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be very, very aware of what am I listening to right now? What am I hearing in my, in my world? Listen to messages and music and speeches that affirm what you want to believe. Protect yourself from negative words. This is so important, especially if you have friends and family who rely on insults, belittling, demeaning, or, or whatever, anything negative to try to control you or put you in fear. Or maybe they're not trying to control you. They just have a more negative outlook on life. They feel like life is one big suffering. They feel like there's no good in this world. Um, They feel like everything is bad. Everything is hard. 
if that is how they feel, that is fine. They are like they are free to believe whatever they want to believe about this world. But if you are trying to have an abundant mindset and you are trying to believe in something that isn't maybe in front of you right now, maybe when you look at your bank account, you ain't feeling abundance, sis. Maybe when you log on to your Instagram and you don't see any new followers or you don't see any new comments under your post about your new business offer, you're feeling like, I'm a failure. I'm not actually making money, blah, blah, blah. But if you find that you are surrounding yourself with people who are also being really negative and saying like, yeah, girl, well, you're not making any money in your business. Oh, well, you only got six likes on your last post. Oh, well, this or that. If you're trying to believe in something that you can't see yet, you have to protect yourself from those people who are only looking at what's in front of them and then using that to justify their negativity. Because what they're actually speaking to is their fear. That's not yours. You don't have to embrace that. I don't care what other people are telling you. You get to choose a different thought. This is your life. This is your experience. And so thank you, mom and dad. Thank you, whoever else has supported (laughs) you to get where you are. But if they are continuing to hold you back because they're connected to only what is in front of them and not to faith, you have to protect yourself from those negative words because you are going places. You are doing something bigger. And as a clear audience person, you have got to set those boundaries or else you are putting yourself at risk of limiting yourself from the life that you deserve. And you know you deserve it or else you wouldn't be wanting it. You wouldn't be feeling called to it. Another way to increase this skill is to regularly repeat affirmations to affirm what you want. Again, Remember, you're a clairaudient. You hear your intuition. So you want to affirm the things that you want to create, affirm the money you want to make, the clients that you want to work with, the houses that you want to live in, the neighbors that you want to live next to. You have got to regularly practice saying the things that you want. Now, if you are saying these things as as something that will happen in the future, one day I hope that I will get to move into my dream home. One day, I hope I'll be able to move out of my parents' house. One day, I hope I'll make six figures in my business. When you're speaking like that, then that doesn't, that doesn't exist because the future, like I said in the last uh, episode, doesn't exist. It's not real. It, it, the only thing that's real is the present moment. So if you want your future to become real, you have to speak as if it's already real. You have to act as if it's already here because in the grand scheme of things, time is a very weird thing, but because we only have the present moment, then what you want is already in existence. An example of this is my apartment. I manifested this apartment, but this apartment existed however many years it was created. So when I was looking for it, It wasn't like I was looking for something that wasn't already in existence. It was in existence. I wasn't in the house yet, but it was already here. So now what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to connect to the energy of the thing that already exists so that way that moment that happens in the future becomes the moment that is in the present, which is where I am right now. I'm in the present, in this gorgeous, amazing house that I absolutely am obsessed with. I love my house. (laughs) But now I brought it into my present. But in order for me to have manifested this, which I shared this in my stories uh, over the summer when I was moving, I had to speak as if it already was mine because it was. 
I, I knew I wasn't going to be homeless. I knew I was going to be somewhere. So it, would, it was already mine. And I had to speak to that. And that's what I want to encourage you to do as well as a clear audience person. Affirm the thing that you want and speak as if it's already here, as if you already manifested it. Okay, so now let's move on to clairsentient. Clairsentient is feeling. This is, uh, you can know that you're a clairsentient if one, if you feel chills or goosebumps whenever something miraculous is happening. You just feel that energy of like, ooh, I got goosebumps, I got goose pimples. More than likely, you are a clairsentient person. Another way to know if you're a clairsentient is if you feel it in your body. Regular places that you might feel emotion or energy is in your solar plexus, which is right under the breastbone, right at the top of the was at the top or the bottom? You know, your girl doesn't remember anatomy. What is going on? (laughs) Last time I couldn't remember who invented electricity. Now I'm out here struggling with anatomy. Goodness gracious. All right, but anyways, uh, but (laughs) Google it of where your solar plexus is, Uh, but it's right underneath the breastbone and, uh, or your heart chakra, which is in your chest area. You may feel that there, that whenever you're feeling something like a note, like, oh, I, I definitely should move or I definitely should start this new business idea. You might feel it in your heart. You might feel it in your stomach, in your gut. When people say, trust your gut, or I felt it in my gut, they're actually talking about the solar plexus. Uh, so it's just funny how we have these phrases in, you know, a regular quote unquote life, and they're actually connected to the spiritual. People just don't know that. Um, if you also regularly say things like, I just feel like, or you know what I feel, um, you know, when you use feelings a lot to justify or explain more than likely, you're a very feeling and emotional person. A lot of water signs, very emotional, which is our Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio. These are very emotionally connected signs. They may rely a lot on their feelings. This is if you are sun, moon, or rising water, or if you have a lot of water in your chart. So you might be, for example, a Virgo sun and a, a Libra moon and I don't know, Aries rising. Uh, but if you find that you have a lot of planets in the water houses uh, of Cancer, Pisces or Scorpio, or if you have other planets, your Mercury or Sagittarius and your Saturn are all in Cancer, then you're actually heavy water, even though you have your sun, moon and rising in different elements. I hope I didn't confuse you guys. I I tend to get excited about all of that. (laughs) Um, But for anyone who is in that energy of like, they're very connected to their feelings, you might actually be clairsentient. You feel your intuition. You don't know why uh, you think the way that you think or why you feel the way you feel, but you just do. So in order to increase this skill, a couple of things that I want you to do is one, trust your feelings. Listen to your heart when you're making decisions. I know that the world has made us believe that trusting our intuition, trusting our heart especially is dangerous. When I was growing up, there was even a Bible verse that talked about lean not on your under, lean not on your own understanding, um, lean not on your own heart. And that taught me that I wasn't allowed or it wasn't in my best interest to trust my heart. And that to me now as an adult, I'm like, whoa, so incorrect because your heart is, it is you. And especially if you are a clairsentient person, now I think back and I go, man, I think back on all the decisions that I was making going against my heart. And the reason I did that was because 
I was raised to believe, based off being manipulated by growing up inside of a cult, I was raised to believe that my natural instinct, my heart's desires were sinful, that they were bad. And then that disconnected me from myself. So I did the opposite of the things that felt most good to me, that felt most natural to me. And that is how you lose yourself. That is how you lose feeling connected to who you actually are. And then you find yourself years later going like, I don't even know what I like. I don't even know what I want to do. What is my purpose? And the reason why you have to ask yourself those questions is because you got lost in the middle of trying to follow what somebody else said instead of trusting yourself. And so, for example, again, if you are a clairsentient person where your feelings are a really vital way for you to stay connected to your joy, it is important that yes, you listen to your heart. You pay attention to your emotions. Notice what makes you expand with excitement and notice what makes your heart contract. What makes you feel so tiny? And you can even notice this physically in your body that you may see that when you're really excited about something, about the idea of something, your whole face lights up. You feel this rise of joy. You start talking with your hands and you're expressive. So your body physically starts to open up to say, as if to say like, I'm excited, let's do this. But if you find that you start to kind of cross your feet, cross your hands, uh, you're kind of pulling your chest back, uh, putting your head down, that's an indicator that you're physically closing up, showing you that that's actually not something that you want to do. You don't feel comfortable making that decision. So these are ways for you to notice oh, that is true. When I feel connected, this is how I act. I actually express it, but when I don't, I actually try to make myself as small as I possibly can. Another way to increase the skill is learning how to read your emotions because the truth is that, yes, we are, when you are a clairsentient, there is a practice that has to develop because we are not taught sadly in our schools and or in our families unless you're you know pretty lucky to have a family that has taught you this how to regulate our your emotion and so what we've been taught most often is how to deny our emotions or how to judge our emotions. And that's because of the patriarchy where they connected to the feminine energy and so they're just like don't feel conceal <laughs> I just, I just referenced Frozen. Please forgive me, okay? Forgive me. Um, but, <laughs> but obviously, just like for Elsa, that wasn't healthy. Your girl went off and, and just like, you know, froze everybody because she was trying to conceal don't feel. That's not, it doesn't work. <laughs> so it's important, especially if you are very emotional, that you learn how to read your emotions so that way you know when you're reacting to something that is like, okay, this doesn't actually need a response from me, but because I haven't learned how to regulate my emotions, I'm just giving everything and everybody a response. And that's driving me crazy versus when you're actually responding from a place of grounded energy, from a place of I am in control here, but I am very aware that I am angry or I'm very aware that I am sad or I'm grieving or whatever the case is. If you struggle with emotional regulation, which I listen, I struggled with that for the majority of my life. I only can recently say that 
I don't feel like I struggle as much, but get me angry. And it's a little is, you know, your girl has to learn how to regulate in those situations. <laughs> but DM me for any book recommendations, because I do have a lot of books that I love to to read on connecting to my emotions and managing them. Uh, because as a clairsentient, and now at this stage in my life, I feel like my clear, well, as you can see right now, when I said I feel, <laughs> um, I feel like my clairsentient skill is probably the the strongest Claire that I that I have. Um, so I'm I'm always trying to learn the difference between when I'm being emotionally uh, reactive and when I'm being emotionally responsible and responsive, actually choosing my emotion and going from there. Um, again, another way to to grow this skill is to feel proud of your emotions. Don't have any shame for being somebody that feels life. You feel life. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a wonderful thing that you are actually so connected to the energy of the universe that you feel it coursing through your body, whether it's the anger, whether it's the grief, whether it's the sadness, whether it's the pure bliss, you feel it all. And that's a beautiful thing. There's nothing to be ashamed of that. Learn how to identify these emotions and What's very important if you're a clairsentient person is how to process and cope. Again, we are not really taught how to practice connecting to our emotions. So by practicing coping skills, this makes it easier for you to be able to handle big emotions. Um, And so some of the ways that you can do that is through the emotional freedom technique, EFT, through hypnosis through moving your body regularly. I love to dance. I love to lift, even if it's just light weights, but just something to get my body moving um, because I feel the emotion. And oftentimes if I don't release it in some capacity, then it gets stuck in my body and causes me issues like muscle tension, um, headaches, things like that. Uh, A lot of physical ailments will show up when I don't allow my emotions to pass through. Um, So movement is a really big part of my processing and crying. If you withhold your tears and you hold things in, um, this is such a painful way for you to get through life. There are literal stress hormones that are released when you cry. And so when you don't allow yourself to cry, that hormone is just staying in your body. And we know how damaging having too high levels of hormones related to stress in our body, we know that it can directly, it de- not that it can, it directly contributes to things like heart disease so and heart attacks. So we want to release intense emotions through crying, through EFT, through dancing, through talking, uh, through journaling, whatever that is, but regularly allow yourself to release your emotions. Do not just hold on to your anger. Do not bottle it up. You have to let them go. And another way to increase this skill is to practice a lot of self-care and have a lot of releasing rituals uh, at the ready. Like I said, that could be EFT, that could be movement, um, but these will help you to start to understand when you're feeling your intuitive hit and when you're just reacting to something that's in front of you. And then lastly, let's talk about clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is seeing. This is seeing things through the mind's eye. So the third eye that people tend to refer to that is in the middle of your brow, 
That third eye is the mind's eye. And that is your brain, your mind connecting to the intuitive self, the highest self, God, whatever that is for you. A a way that you can tell if you're clairvoyant is number one, if you have vivid dreams or vivid visions. Um, Number two is if you experience deja vu a lot. And I personally believe that when people experience deja vu, which means that they feel like they've already gone through this before or that they've already seen this or they felt it before, more than likely you actually had a dream of that situation. So you have seen it before. That's why it feels familiar. And so I definitely feel, again, feeling (laughs) clairsentient available. (laughs) Um, But more than likely you feeling that is because you've actually had a dream of it. And so you might have remembered it or not remembered it until that moment appears. Uh, You may also visualize things in front of you and feel like they are real. So when my cat passed away, Ansel, um, who I had for 20 years, and I'm so grateful, I'm looking at his photo right now because I have a photo of him (laughs) on the right side of me. And when he passed away, I've always been a vivid dreamer, always been a vivid dreamer. So I would regularly, even as a child, record all of my dreams. But ever since he's passed away, my clairvoyance has definitely increased. So there are moments where even in this house that I live in California, which he's never actually lived in because he passed away a week before I had to move across the country. uh, Sometimes I see him walking around the house like I just see him in my head and I could I it's really crazy how I see him. And when he passed, like I said, he was almost 20 years old. So he was elderly. He was very slow when he walked. Um, But when I see him in my house, he's the younger version of himself and he's much more active and it's really nice. And back in the day, I would have not taken that seriously. I would have just said, I'm just imagining things. But now because your girl has grown spiritually and she trusts her instincts, I'm aware that that is actually him being here in the house. And I have been gifted enough to, and have grown enough in my spirituality to be able to see his energy through my mind's eye. Um, and so there's also times where I'll hear his meow, which is Claire audience. And again, now, because I trust that, I know that when I'm hearing his meow, it's not just my mind playing games with me. I'm actually hearing him. Um, And so I trust that. Now, again, if you don't trust these things, then it doesn't increase. You don't hear these things. But if you do start to trust them, it becomes easier and easier for you to regularly hear from people. I hear my grandma sometimes. I'll hear her laugh. I'll have visions of her sitting down on my couch when she's definitely never been here in this house. She's been passed on for years. So I have, it's easier now for me to connect with other energy outside of the physical because I learned to connect with that and I trust it. So I want to encourage you to do the same thing. If you visualize animals, family members, or just certain ideas that just, you can see it before you physically see it in front of you. I want you to trust that. If you feel like you've already gone through something before, you've already seen something before, trust that. Trust that you actually have. It's not just a coincidence. You have seen it before, right? Okay. So another way that, or another um, example of this as well is Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer is the author of Twilight. If you are a Twilighter like me, you already knew that. Okay. (laughs) And Stephanie Meyer, her entire fame came from Twilight. 
That came from a dream. She had a dream about Edward and Bella in the meadow. And from that dream, she woke up because she felt like it was so real and she started writing. And she wrote the book from the meadow scene until the end. And then she went back to create the beginning to get to the meadow scene. And then, you know, here we go. Four books later, five books later. I can't remember how many books it is. I could turn around actually and see how many books because I, I still have them. Okay. Twilight is life. Um, but all these books, all these movies, right, all came from her dream. Okay. So you got it. And Harry Potter, a very similar experience happened as well. So a lot of times clairvoyant people will dream something first. And then if they trust it, imagine if she hadn't trusted it. Imagine if she had just thought, oh, this is just a dream. Homegirl would be just chilling in Arizona somewhere, wondering and wishing that she could be a writer. Okay. But she became who she was because she trusted the vision that appeared to her in her dream. And then she took inspired intuitive action and it changed her life. So I want you to do the same thing. So to increase this skill, number one, trust your instincts, right? Trust that when this stuff actually comes to you, when the vision comes, when the dream comes, that it's real, that what you're actually seeing in front of you, when I see my cat walking around my house, I'm actually seeing my cat. It's not just something that I'm imagining in my head. I'm actually visually seeing it just with my mind's eye, not with my physical eyes. Regularly write down the visions and the dreams that you have. If you wake up from a dream and it feels like something that was important or it feels so real, don't deny this. Allow yourself to actually see it as the real thing that it is. Again, Stephanie Meyer, if she did not write that down and actually take action, she would not, we wouldn't know who she is. We wouldn't even have Edward and Bella. Could you imagine if the world didn't have Edward and Bella? Maybe you didn't want Edward, Bella, and Jacob, so maybe you'd be happy about it, but I wouldn't be. I would not be happy, okay? How, we wouldn't even have our pets. I mean, we would possibly, but, you know, it would have taken him longer to be known who he is. And K. Stu, we needed Kristen. I love her. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so write down your dreams and take action on them, whether it is to act on, like, for her, she knew I have to write this as a book. And even at the time that she was writing it, she wasn't thinking like, this is going to be a famous vampire book. (laughs) She just was writing it down because it was fun. But take that action, right? Or whether it's just a business idea that you're like, well, maybe that could be something that I make money from. Maybe that's part of my purpose. Write it down. You never know. And test things out. Don't get so attached to the outcome. Just allow yourself to experiment. Other things that you can do to increase this skill is to creatively visualize and um, uh, use tools like painting or coloring or creating collages or vision boards, or yes, just regularly visualizing through your meditation. Because by doing that and creating this world that you want, whether it's visualizing a trip to your favorite place or a place that you've never been to, but you really want to try to visit or visualizing the amount of money that you want to see in your bank account or visualizing how many clients that you want to work with on a consistent basis. When you actively do those things, it allows you to increase that skill of clairvoyance. It allows the mind's eye to become regularly useful 
useful. And so you can connect with it. Now, there are other tools that you can use like crystals and stuff like that to also increase all of these skills. So I encourage you to Google uh, crystals to use to increase my clairvoyance, to increase my clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance. Because by using these tools, it can give you focus. So you can actually increase it through that as well. But I'm just giving you some of the actions that you can actually take uh, right now without having to buy anything uh, that you can immediately start taking some action on. And lastly, I want to say, because we've got to reference Marvel, because it just wouldn't be me if I didn't do it. So... You know how um, when you're, I mean, if you've seen Marvel, if you've seen Avengers, I always get them confused which one is which. Avengers, it's either Infinity War or Endgame. I have no idea why I can't figure out which is which, but it's one of the scenes where Thor from the future sees his mom. And when his mom sees him, she recognizes that this is not the Thor that she knows from her present day, that she's actually seeing Thor in the future. And because in this scene, he can't, he can't tell anybody that he's actually like time hopping. Um, so he, he's feeling like I can't tell my mom that I'm actually from the future, even though she knows that I'm definitely from the future. Uh, so he, she's saying, like, you're not the Thor I know. And he's like, uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. And she's like, oh, the future hasn't been kind to you. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he starts to kind of break down. And then she says, I see with more than eyes, boy. Oh, I love it. She says, wait, how did she say it? She said, I've been raised by witches. I see with more than eyes. Oh, my queen. I love her. I love her. And I love that scene. Because yes, that is what she's referencing is the mind's eye. She's referencing clairvoyance, the ability to see things that aren't physically there necessarily or could be, but you see the deeper meaning behind it. You see the energy. You connect to that. And if you are clairvoyant, you regularly see energy and people can't understand it, but you definitely do. And these are the ways that you can increase that. So Remember, a couple of last things. This is a really long episode. And I thought, when I first started recording, I thought, oh, I don't think this is going to be long at all. I think it's going to be 20 minutes. Your girl was lying to herself. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things I want to leave you with. Number one, intuition is a skill set. The more that you use it, the stronger it gets. It is very much like a muscle. Use it or lose it. You can always come back to it. Okay, so it's not like lose it forever, but if you don't regularly take action on your instincts or you regularly ignore it, yes, it does get to a place where you feel like you don't have an intuitive center when we all do. You also have to protect it or lose it because like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, there are a lot of people, entities, beings, uh, companies, all these other things that have an agenda to make more money, to get more uh, views, to do whatever their agenda is, and they benefit from you not being connected to your truth, not being connected to your authenticity. So in order for you to stay in your higher self and to protect your vision, you have to set healthy boundaries. You cannot just let anyone have access to your energy because it is irresponsible. You have got to protect your vision. You have got to protect your mind. 
mind. And when something feels off or when something you just know it's off or when you hear it's off, whatever it is, you have to trust it. It doesn't have to always make sense. You don't have to sit here and, and, and justify it and ask somebody to validate, hey, is this right? Girl, trust yourself. You have got this intuitive self that knows when somebody is dangerous, that knows when someone's being dishonest. And even if you don't have the proof, it is safer for you to trust that and find out later that maybe that wasn't right than it is for you to ignore it and then find out that you should have just listened to your first mind, right? And if you're a business owner who regularly relies on your intuition to make money, if you regularly rely on your energy to attract clients, it is vital that you do everything you can to both grow your, your intuition and protect your intuition. Because like I said earlier in the show, your intuition then is your money maker. I know for myself, when I've had family members that have tried to discourage me from trusting my intuition because it didn't make sense, I knew that these are people then that I can't share every in and out with because they're going to speak to my human side, which wants to hear that. My human side, my ego wants to stay small because it feels safer. But I know that my highest self is always trying to expand me into the life that I want to manifest. That expansion is always going to feel uncomfortable. It's always going to feel uh, much more out of out of like reality because it is out of reality. It's totally in faith. But in order to get something that you've never had before, you have to step out into faith. You have to take action into a world that you don't see yet. You have to believe that. Beyonce had to believe that one day she could be a famous singer in order for her to actually go and perform and get on Star Search and, and perform at shows, you know, local shows in her city. She had to already in her mind's eye believe it was possible that she could become a famous, successful entertainer. But if she didn't believe that it was a realistic thing, which I am positive, many people, many friends, many frenemies, many whoever would probably have told her, girl, you can't sing, you can't dance, you're never going to be anything, anybody, blah, blah, blah. If she allowed their fears and limiting beliefs and her reality, which her reality at the time was just that she was a middle-class black girl from Houston, Texas, if she allowed her to look herself to only look at what was in front of her and she, if, if she allowed her ego to feel comfortable in that small space, we would not have Beyonce. Could you imagine a world without Beyonce? Girl, I, I don't want to live in that world. I'm not trying to do that. So, <laughs> so remember, your intuition, especially if you're an intuitive business owner, if you're a life coach, if you're a Reiki therapist, if you are a, a tarot reader, if you're a birth chart reader, or if you're just somebody who runs a company, but you just lean really heavy on your intuition to make decisions, you have got to protect yourself from those who are only looking at the present day reality and then telling you that you can or, or, or should not do something. No, that you can't or that you should not do something because it doesn't make any logical sense. That's fine that you believe that, but then I'm not going to share what's going on with me because I just got to protect my vision. Okay, that's how you make sure that your bills get paid by your intuition. You can't just let anybody in, even if it's your mama. 
Okay. <laughs> um, so remember, we all have intuition. We're all connected to something bigger, more than just our human selves. This is not something that only certain people have. We all may have different ways in which we express and understand intuition, but we're all intuitive beings. So continue to grow in these skills. You may identify one skill over the other. You may feel like I'm more clairvoyant than clairaudient, but the more that you actually practice, the more that these skills will develop. For myself, like I said, I feel like now I am way more clairsentient. I was more claircognizant when I was younger and clairsentient. Now I feel like clairsentient is my main way of telling my intuition is I feel through it. However, like I've also shared with you, I've heard my cat. I've seen my cat. I've felt my cat. Um, and I have a knowing that this is my cat. So I clearly have all four and it's because I regularly use all four of them and I regularly trust them when they show up. Same thing when I'm coming up with business ideas, when I was deciding my birth chart readings last year, my birth chart readings blew up, absolutely blew up. And I'm positive a lot of that came from my claircognizant. I knew that this was going to be the thing that was going to allow me to create financial success for myself and a foundation for me to have enough money to then move across the country. I don't know how I knew it. I just knew it, which that would be the claircognizant. And so I took action on that. And by deciding to do that, it ended up changing my life in the best, the biggest and best way possible. So the more that I've learned to trust in these types of things, the more abundant that I've become financially and in my life. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So let me know over on Instagram, what do you feel is your most strongest Claire? Or do you feel like you have all four? Um, again, the links will be down in the description, but you can always find me at the Lexi Wilson. That's T-H-E-L-E-X-I-E. Wilson. And also, I would love it if you could take a screenshot of this and then tag me on Instagram at that handle, the Lexi Wilson, wait, at the Lexi Wilson. So I can see that you're actually listening and you're tuning in. Let me know what you think about this episode. Have you enjoyed it? What did you learn? Again, what do you feel like is your most popular or strongest Claire? Let me know over there. I would love to talk more about spirituality with you. So anyways, um, I hope this was a great episode for you and that it helped you to understand how to connect to your intuition. I will see you all in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.